to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls, girls like us, who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, pop culture, and everything in between. So let's be those other girls that just don't talk about culture, but change culture. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Freeman. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Amen. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another weekly TCAP of Those Other Girls. For those that are new here, um, you might have been brought over from friends or you just found us randomly by searching or you're just looking for a fun, great pop culture podcast. Look no further. You found it. You found your new favorite podcast. We aren't like a regular pop culture podcast, though, because not only are we talking about pop culture, we're changing pop culture. And because of that, we're talking about all the topics. Um, and you're going to love it. it. We're giving a different perspective than you might not hear from other podcasts. That doesn't mean you need to change. It just means that you need to continue listening and then leave us a, a fabulous review at the end. And if you really don't agree with us, that could be super fun. I love listening to podcasts that I could not disagree with more because it gives me a better understanding of my own beliefs. So either way, you should stick around. Agreed. Speaking of which, I'll tell you two that two podcasts or two like commentators I listen to that I find very interesting. I do not. I don't think there's ever been a, ch- a statement other than like Steven Crowder that I have agreed with them about. Um, Kyle and Friends. And Hassan. I've talked about Hassan before. I hope he never finds me out. I think he is so handsome. Terrible, terrible opinions on things. Doesn't seem to be that great of a lovely person, but he is very handsome. I will say that. Um, But they both do political commentary, and I do like to hear... Oh, and um, I used to also watch Mr. Atheist. Um, I... Sorry. I used to also watch uh, Mr. Atheist because I just thought it was very interesting because he always talks about Christian things, but I don't think he uploads anymore. But I'm a big fan of like, you know, making sure you believe what you believe and learning more about that, but also hearing the other side because it also humanizes the other side. Well, sometimes it humanizes the other side. Totally. And like one time I read Norman McCorvey's book, like when she was and it was fascinating. It really only solidified my own beliefs because the coercion that she was under, the pressure, I mean, really, it was a pro-life book, ultimately. Moving on, what have we got today, Mallory? So, a couple announcements. First, for those that do not know, we have a merch store. If you're looking for something cute that has our logo on it, it's on there. We also have an Other Girls Barbie, like, uh, collection that's really cute. We have mugs, uh, t-shirts, little wine cooler thingies. Um, We also have like fun. Oh, yes, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the thing I love about our logo is that it's so subtle. Like you kind of have to be in the know. It's not something like anti-abortion girls. It's just like those other girls. And you kind of have to like ask about it. And like, you know, it's it's very like very in the know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Face, but it's cute and quirky and it like draws people in, but it's not like obnoxious, you know? And it's fabulous to wear um, at the airport. I've told the story before. I was on a plane one time. Someone asked me about it. I gave them my business card. And then people yeah. in the area asked me about it. And I gave them a business card as well. Are you listening? I don't know. I hope so. That was such a cool moment. Um, I live for that. I live for that yeah. story. Every time I'm yeah. wearing a sweatshirt, I that. Yeah. Good, good. Hopefully someone will ask you to. I need to get you some business cards. Um, we can work on that. We'll, we'll work on that this month. We also, on the website, have a wonderful mug that I think is perfect. It says, Saturdays are for weekly teacaps. It is perfect for Saturday mornings when you're listening. This is the first I'm seeing that. Really? That's crazy. Um, Also, not good. I know, but it's adorable and I need it. That's not good. I need to advertise it better um, if this is the first time you're seeing it. Because it's adorable. Or maybe, maybe it's just lagged, but... I don't recognize that. Okay. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Michaela made the design. Um, She's great. Sometimes I'll be like, it'll be like a Thursday and I'll be like, 
um, Thursday morning at like 8 a.m. Freeman's gotten these texts before. Um, and I'll be, or even 6 a.m. And I'm like, okay, I know you're asleep. Um, you don't have to respond now or anything like that. I'm sorry if I wake you up, but I just had this idea. Let me know what you think. And by Sunday, sometimes even by Saturday, she'll have the design ready for me. And this was one of the ones. Yes. Um, anyway, get our merch that helps pay for everything that you see here. Also, if you join our Patreon, um, we're going to continue to do some really cool things in the Patreon. Also, we have an app now. Join our app. Join the conversation. We're having yeah. good conversations in the weekly discussions. We're just kind of discussing, like, what's going on on, the, on this episode? How do you feel about that? Make sure you do that. Um, I think those are all the announcements that we have uh, regards to the podcast. We have some we have three really big stories, so we should probably get into them. Are you ready? I'm ready. Clink. <laughs> okay. Our first story is brought to you by the Pink Rose, which is my jewelry store. Um, we have jewelry that you can wear all day, morning, midday, and nights out with the girlies. 10% goes to women-focused life-affirming businesses, such as the U-City Women's Center. And um, we're going to talk a little bit more about women's centers at the end of this episode, but you can get 10% off with the code. Those are the girls 10. Okay. So our first story is brought to you by Axos, which I'm realizing is that Instagram page that talks about Charlotte yes. stuff. But yes. what's so funny is I didn't realize every, well, every major city has an Axos. <laughs> I didn't realize that either. I thought yeah. it was like a local leasing company. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I thought it was local to Charlotte. And wasn't it the f- I think it might have been the first the first news outlet to know about the Supreme Court leak or something. Something. Might have been. I don't know if it was anyone. It could have been. They and they could have anyways. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. Pornhub blocks access in Utah and pro Pornhub blocks access in Utah in protests of new age verification law. The adult content website Pornhub blocked access to Utah on Monday due to new state laws requiring websites with adult content to verify users' ages before allowing them to access the platform. Driving the news, Pornhub.com now opens on devices in Utah with a message that states that the company has, quote, made the difficult decision to completely disable access to our website in Utah. End quote. The move comes in response to Utah's age verification law passed in March, the company wrote. That law takes effect Wednesday. Pornhub, Pornhub's owner, MindGeek, put the same message on its other sites like Brazers, YouPorn, and RedTube. Pornhub confirmed to Axos that the message went up on Monday in response to the age verification. Which is crazy. So, essentially, sorry, I'm going to give my two cents really quick, Um, which is essentially saying that, like, well, you know, we want to, we don't want you to have to verify your age for pornography. And it also, to me, to me, it also makes me think they know that there's a bunch of kids watching. They know that their biggest demographic is probably children. Uh. And I don't even mean, like, um, you know, three, four-year-olds. I'm talking about, like, 10, 14. Like, they probably know that. So that's why they're like, oh, we have to take a stand. We won't show you guys at all. Ha <laughs> ha. And it's like, okay. It's such a bad <laughs> business move to I make know. a statement against an already existing, already agreed upon law. Like, this is not controversial. No. Like, the general public believes in age restrictions like this is just a bad business move like not even not even talking about the moral like dilemma that they seem to be in this is bad business to be against this law really yeah yeah totally totally decreases credibility for you to be against an age verification yeah and you know Pornhub has had many, many a disasters where I'm saying we like I'm on the team, but I, you know what? I kind of am. I'm emotionally on the team. We're trying to get this place shut down. Um, and the, Pornhub has had many, many issues. I didn't watch that movie that was on Netflix. Like I said, I was going to because it's this documentary that's talking about like the drama, the trauma, all that stuff that happened with Pornhub. 
I really wanted to get through it. But in their pursuit to talk about Pornhub, they, like, showed a lot, like, and I just, I'm not comfortable with a lot, like, I'm just not comfortable with that stuff. So, um, didn't get through it, but. That's a bummer. um, That's a a real shame. Because I really did want to watch it and, like, talk about it. I did see different people review it, and they said that, like, the documentary cared more about making sure we understood that, like, people who did, like, sex workers were legitimate and, care more about Mm -hmm. that as opposed to like talking about the victims because part of the issues that people have had with Pornhub is like people upload videos of underage people without their consent yes well I mean underage you can't consent yeah I mean underage you can't give consent anyway but like yeah yeah go ahead sorry (laughs) yeah no it's like YouTube it's I mean for those of us that are not in that world we need to understand how it works like, yeah. we need to understand how they make money, which is through ads. So even if you're not watching someone being sex trafficked, or even if you're not watching someone underage, they're still making money off of you. hmm And those sex traffickers and rapists are making money off of you, even if you're not watching that content, because... Pornhub is making money off of you viewing ads. So in a very indirect way, yet a way, you're watching what you consider normal, moderate porn does influence and give a platform to these horrible people. Because <laughs> they're mm-hmm. all in the same bucket. They're all, they're all under the umbrella of porn. Pornhub. Yes, and... Since we're talking about this, I just want to remind everyone that pornography um, is not anything to play around with. Ladies and men, if you're listening, I do this. I feel like I say this speech every couple of months, sometimes even every couple of weeks, but I'm going to say it anyway. Porn is not something to play around with. Porn escalates. You think that your boyfriend is watching, oh, just a little bit of porn here and there. No, ma'am. porn? Isn't that what they're calling it? Yes, I guess. Um, okay. It, it's you said soft porn i yeah, i guess I like, like vanilla porn yeah. that's what i was yeah you think that's what they're starting off with no ma'am it escalates every and i'm not exaggerating every pedophile in jail has consumed pornography it starts off with just sweet soft um vanilla stuff and then it escalates am i saying that every person that watches porn is a pedophile no that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is that's how it starts everything escalates just like drugs just like um anything else it all escalates it's the exact you want more Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. yes it is a drug it it is chemically progressives would agree to this scientifically the same endorphins are going off in your brain when you're consuming heroin and when you're consuming porn. Yes. So it is a drug in that your tolerance continues to escalate. You need more to get the high. It is not something to play around with. If you are struggling with it, this is something you need to get on top of today. This is something that you can go to fightthenewdrug.com. They have many resources. You should reach out to a pastor, a trusted pastor that you know will hold you accountable, a trusted friend that will hold you accountable. We Um, we love you. We love you. We will hold you accountable. We desire nothing but the best for you. And ladies, if you're dating someone who is actively watching porn unapologetically, that is a sign to run. Do not walk. Run away from this person. It escalates. This is serious. This is a very, very serious thing that has infiltrated our society and has changed everything. Pornography, human trafficking, and abortion, they are all connected. It is all, I mean, it happened with the sexual revolution. All of this, the easy accessibility of pornography, the easy accessibility of sex has changed the fabric of society. No matter what these red pill alpha males tell you, it it has changed the fabric of society. It's all, okay, I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist. It is all a scheme to degrade women. 100%. If you do not agree that it is immoral for saving sex for marriage 
at least agree it is a way to degrade women, just like birth control, just like abortion, just like, you know, sex on demand. Like, at least agree it's a way to degrade women and see them and us as material goods to make money off of. That is degrading. That is the, that is literally the de- the textbook definition of dehumanizing is mm-hmm. seeing someone as a product mm-hmm. or as a material good. Mm-hmm. Going back to the law, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we're off the, off our soapboxes, back to the story. But it's important <clears throat> to remind f- people, and I need to be reminded of, like, how serious this is. I mean, 80%. Of the men in the United States are consuming this. And these are men in our churches as well, ladies. And it's Just a reminder. And in, and in marriages. It's crazy. Okay. Sorry. So getting back to the law. Reminder, this is not a, this is not really even a new law to like, to like change the age or to make any kind of like crazy thing, which I wouldn't say it's crazy, but like, it's really not, all it is is enforcing a law. <laughs> We're talking about enforcing a law. Am I correct? Like, am I getting that? Yes. Right? Yes. It's enforcing the law. Let me just okay. triple check. Yes. And can you specify? I believe this is not Utah's not the first or the only state to do this. Can you remind us of other Let me states? see. Let me look in the article. I'm pretty sure they said Louisiana is one of them. And Yes, Louisiana has a state. Let me exit this pop up. No, I will not pay money. Um, Louisiana has a state created digital wallet that Pornhub uses to check users' digital driver license. Um, Utah has no such verification tool. So Louisiana has a similar law and they use, um, a state created wallet. Mm. Um, so they didn't turn or Pornhub allowed it to happen. In Louisiana, but they're not wanting it in Utah. I I I feel like it's so funny to me. Do you remember when people went on like a sex strike? It like, was like recently? Yeah, it was recently. In like an about effort to like because they were mad about abortion. I'm pretty sure. I think I remember that. This is giving I, me like those vibes where it's like by going on a strike, right? That. <laughs> you're hoping to make money off of like how is that a good business move yeah and it's almost like okay all right you won't allow Pornhub in utah okay yeah, we'll probably I mean, make our wait. state better like we win <laughs> like yeah like you stopped you stopped doing business with this state like yeah we won are like, you kidding like, okay yeah it's like that was easy <laughs> right right it's like uh, Nope. No harm, no foul over here. So, yeah. I also wanted to mention that in 2016, Utah declared porn a public health crisis. Oh, I didn't know. I don't know, know if you saw that, which it totally is. is. Um, those of you that might be listening that would argue um, that porn is free speech, like, this isn't what that bill is talking about, just to. Just to get that out there, this this bill is not trying to is not trying to legislate porn or, or regulate it. It's just again, just verifying the law that's already in existence. That's all it's doing. It's really not that complicated or controversial for that for that matter. <laughs> Any last yeah. Thing? Um, I think that's it. I'm just, like, looking here. Okay, yeah, I see where they already declared it a public health crisis. Well, I mean, it is a public health crisis. It totally is. It's something the UN should get involved in, frankly, if, I, <laughs> if I'm if i being honest. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, well, I think that... Least, at very least, they need to be doing more about the sex trafficking going on in pornography. Because the the, the tough thing about that in, like... And like covering up child porn is that in order to in order to confirm it's child porn, someone has to consume it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that's yeah. a really tricky thing. Like I wish 
on your topic of the UN, I wish human rights coalitions would figure out a way to electronically detect it so that a random sheriff department isn't like having yeah what i was listening to a podcast um and i can't remember how they even got on the topic but they were talking about like how awful it must be to be the person in the like sheriff or the fbi where you have to sit and like watch like creepy like stuff you know, you have to confirm. You're right. You have to confirm. There needs and to I, be a I, way around that. Yeah. And I hate, I hate, I'm going to say this. I want to talk about them actually in our next story. But I hate, I'm going to say this. AI. I know. AI can probably do it. Oh, gosh. I, I don't, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to, I don't want to give AI any, like, I am not your friend. Computers Technology do not. Technology like, is a tool. We can use it for good and we can use it for bad. I was actually having this conversation with someone recently. It's a tool, and we can, we can, I believe that if we can figure out a way for AI to give us the answer to all our problems and be our new best friend, they can do something good. (laughs) Yeah. If only. So, well, that's a good segue. Were you going to do a segue? Yeah, I was going to do a segue, but you can do the segue. Okay. No, no, you got it. Let's hear your segue. That leads us into our next story. So let's hear it. Okay. Our next story is brought to you by NBC News. Um, Hollywood writers go on a strike after contract negotiations fail. The walkout means production on some of your favorite television series will grind to a halt. Upending an industry already grappling with economic and technological disruptions. Hollywood writers are closing their laptops and headed to picket lines thousands of ununion un unionized unionized i feel like that's not spelled properly anyway yeah it looks like it's okay i'm not okay yeah guys i'm not an idiot it's it it does not say ununionized it says ununionized anyway (laughs) ununionized scribes um who say that they are not paid Thousands of unionized scribes who say that they are not paid fairly in the streaming area went to strike early Tuesday, bringing television production to a halt. It comes after high-stake negotiations between the top guild and trade associates representing Hollywood marquee studios failed to avert the first walkout in more than 15 years. Quote, the company's behavior has created a gig economy inside of a union workforce and their immovable stance in this negotiation has betrayed a commitment to further devaluing the profession of writing the union said in the statement the sticking points according to the entertainment giant include union proposals that would require companies to staff television shows with a certain number of writers for a specific period of time quote whether needed or not The strike brings production on broadcast programming, streaming shows, and potentially some films to a virtual standstill, upending the entertainment industry. The stakes and the demands are the WGA members are seeking to pay increases and structural changes to a business model that they say is made increasingly difficult for them to make a living. In recent years, among the explosion of streaming platforms such as Netflix and Disney+, Plus, median writer producer says it has declined 4% or 23% when adjusted for inflation, according to WGA statistics. The writers in the union are particularly frustrated that streaming era shows run for fewer episodes than their broadcast counterparts, making it tough to maintain a consistent income. <laughs> That's the truth. Mm-hmm. In addition, residual fees, money paid when a show is put into syndication or aired overseas, have all but disappeared as more content is hosted exclusively on streaming platforms. In an interview, the NBC Nightly News, Raphael Bob Waskett, the creator of Netflix animated series BoJack Horseman, 10 out of a 10 show, highly recommend, um, explained the writer's demands in stark terms. He said, we want more money. We want enough money to make a basic living doing what we love. And the sign of the times, WG's demands for the negotiation cycle includes regu- regulations for the use of material produced using artificial intelligence or similar technologies. Okay, a quick summary, because that was a lot. What they want is a livable wage. They want to be um 
and they want to make sure that they're paid fairly because times have changed. You know, we've gone to streaming. What we do now mainly, for example, Stranger Things. If Stranger Things was a TV show, it will be rerun on MTV mm-hmm. um, like for six days straight mm-hmm. and we'd be watching and watching and watching and watching. Now it's only on streamers. So there's no residuals for that. And lastly, they don't want um, AI to take their jobs. That so. is a total wrench in the story. Like that's a yeah. whole nother conversation separate from like the wage conversation. Okay, you want? Let's make it two conversations then. I did notice some of your notes. I was like, oh, she has. Some I did hot a takes. lot of math. Okay, can I start with my math? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so just talking about the first part, which is the strike. I want to preface this with: I believe in fair wages. <laughs> I believe in people being able to survive and live. Uh, I'm very sad that there are people, you know, in this country that are really not making livable wages. And it's totally real. It is totally legit. And I am so grateful for our right to protest that. Um, I also know that, like, there's a lot of money in TV. So if there are people that aren't making any, like, there's something going on because it's it's a very lucrative industry. Like, I, I did a little bit of it. And just oh. a little bit that I saw... I mean, we've got we've got television stations completely catering lunches, um, like five days a week. Like, oh, wow. there are things like that that I noticed in the industry that just made me think, hmm, this money could be going towards a lot greater good, towards a greater good than having, you know, a thousand dollars worth of Chick Fil A for a whole crew. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's my personal experience in TV. I think I don't think it's really managed well. Um, but that's not that's not my math. So my math is that careerexplorer.com says the average television writer in LA makes sixty one dollars an hour. That's whoa one hundred and twenty six thousand dollars a year. And after state income taxes, that becomes about one hundred and twenty thousand. And then you've got rent, which in LA, Lord knows, is really expensive. So let's say that's three thousand a year. That's the average. I just looked that up. That means that they're spending thirty-six thousand on rent. So all that to say is that after income tax and rent, these writers on average have about eighty-four K in their pocket. <sighs> So I'm sitting here wondering, like, what, what's, what's the problem? I mean, if I had eighty-four thousand dollars after Ooh, I can't rent even. and taxes, <laughs> I wouldn't be protesting. But I'm open to learning. Um, I will say though, like, I don't always take strikes too seriously. Like, I definitely err on the side of caution. Because I remember living in Seattle, our high school teachers were making six figures and they were striking all the time. Like, I know that there are pilots making like $400,000 a year and they're striking. Like, I I think a lot of times strikes are bogus. Like, I want to I wanna understand, but like from what I'm seeing... I can't totally say I'm convinced that they aren't making living wages just from like the average averages that I'm looking at. Maybe these are false. Maybe these are bogus numbers that I'm getting, but something isn't adding up. So that is part of the problem because they're no longer. So like $61.00. an hour is fine if you're getting if you're working 40 hours a day. The problem is they're being treated like gig workers. So yeah, they're getting $61 an hour and they're working for half a day the entire week. God. That is what they're upset about. So like, yeah, if it was $61 an hour for 40 hours, yeah, I don't want to hear a word you're saying. <laughs> but um they're being treated as gig workers because they don't need as much writing or there there isn't as much of a need for writing because of streaming and I mean they made a very valid point um you know 
The Office had 26 healthy episodes a season. And now, you know, we're begging them to do 10 episodes mm-hmm. a season on like Netflix or Amazon Prime. I mean, I want to say Invincible, one of the Amazon Prime's like biggest shows, I think had like 10 episodes. Yeah, and I have to say that like White Lotus had like six episodes. Yeah, yeah. So, so all my of these shows for nothing. I was so proud well, of that math. <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. Yes. You're like, yes, all that is true. Now divide that in half. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think your tangent is valid because that's what they want, like, and that's how it was for a while. But because of streaming church services that have changed. Wow, um, I never thought of that. Yeah, and so the okay, so that's one aspect of it. Like the streaming services have changed; they're only being asked to come in for a certain amount of time. Mm. I will say the so like. I am on the writer's side. I'll say that. And I think that most of their demands are absolutely reasonable. I will say I don't like the one, and I read it, it said that um, you have to have the number, a certain number of writers, no matter, um, let's see here. It said a certain number of writers for a period of time, whether needed or not. I don't think that's very fair because if someone's yeah. not needed, then that's, I don't think they should they do that. But everything else. Yeah, everything else I do think is, like, fair. Because here's the thing, like, we need writers. Um, I'll use Bojack Horseman because it was mentioned. 10 out of 10 show. Mwah. Don't watch if you're in a depressed season. Um, Super deep, like, some of the best one-liners. Sometimes I say them and people are like, oh, that's so good. I'm like, yeah, thank you. But it's ah! really from Bojack Horseman. Oh my okay. God, I love it. But the thing is, though, like, it is good because of the writing. Like, the acting, mm. fabulous, too. I mean, really good voice actors, great chemistry. But it's because of the writing. So our writers are needed, and they should be respected. Um, so I think their their demands are pretty valuable. Or they're, they're valuable. Like, I understand why they're upset. The problem is... I, or I understand why they're upset. I, I don't want to necessarily say I can understand all of the demands. Because here's the thing, like... These networks can't help it yes. if shows like, only demand. Solution? Yeah, I, I don't know what the solution is. Thank God I'm not on to some sort of um, trying to help negotiate because I don't know what okay. this like. I've managed to be like, around. you got it. You got the solution. <laughs> I don't got it because like it's not their fault. And I mean, it also is reminding me there's an episode of Bojack Horseman where the um, assistants go on strike for all of the Hollywood Hollywood producers mm. and they like it's a it's a funny episode anyway i'm not going to spoil it but anyway back to what i was saying like i don't really know what the solution is because you know we can't i mean netflix can't help if uh behind her eyes was just eight episodes netflix can't help that it's just eight episodes i mean what are they supposed to do so i understand why they're upset and i understand why they don't want uh, and i get wanting to have a livable wage i'd love to make a livable wage that i mean that's the dream right i i mean i'm telling you I'd, I'd love to um be able to to do that um so i definitely get that but i just don't know what the solution is i do know i do agree with them um so the second part of the conversation i do agree about the ai oh do not God. oh my goodness you can no 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 i mean let's be honest if ai like hey i could never be us but they would try they would try what do you they, think they, AI they could never would look like um well i don't know because i don't think we have enough we're not super um to the right enough i feel like so like what? if i went on here i don't think we're super right to it enough no i don't think you so think we're too moderate for ai I don't think we're moderate at all, but I, I think that AI picks up on, for example, if we got up here and said, oh, those liberals, those stupid liberals, <laughs> they just think that uh, you, you pro-aborts, close those legs. I feel like it'd be easier for them to clone us, but we don't say stuff like that. So I don't think we'd be enough. Like we would have to be, be hot enough. No, we wouldn't be. Yeah, we wouldn't be hot enough. So Nobody can take our personalities anyway. That well, well, that's nobody can us. do this. So why? Do Absolutely. People, why do Why do people think that like 
AI is going to become the next writer. Because people already have done that. People, um, so people put stuff in the chat GBT all the time and like people have put and essays and people and like the more, I don't know how true this is, but I've been telling my mom this because she keeps asking about it. The more you put stuff into the chat GBT, the more it learns. I don't know how true that is. I heard well, someone say that. So I've just been believing that. Totally. That I could mean, be true. Learning about us right now. Like it's not even on. Right. So like the more we give into chat GBT and all this stuff, the more it'll learn and they'll be able to take over us. So don't <gasps> do it. My mom keeps asking about it. And I'm like, no. She's like, can you show me? No, I won't actually. Same. Um, yeah. So like Alexa I think, was I mean, too much for me. Siri is too much oh, for yeah. me. Oh yeah. No, like, no. No, I, I don't have an Alexa in my house. I don't want an Alexa in my house. No. I no. Whenever people have Alexis in their house, I'm like, ah, ah. Um, <laughs> which like, is like, you, where is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but I do think chat GBT, I, I definitely think someone's going to try to do a TV show. Have you seen that beer commercial? That's a chat or that's a, someone threw into AI. Oh, oh my gosh. I'll have to screen to. record it. It's so creepy. I, I'm going to send it to you tonight. It's going to keep you up. And then I'll have to post it on... um, Oh, I'll post it in the app. Um, It is so creepy. That can be our question. It can be, what do you think ChatGBT is going to do next? Okay, yes. What do you think Chat... Okay, that's the question. What do you think ChatGBT is going to do next? Or AI. We should say AI. Same thing. I think it's the same thing. I think ChatGBT is AI. Okay, artificial intelligence. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, and it's not, there was a funny, um, Quinta, if you guys watch Abbott Elementary, she's Janine. She is picketing, of course, because she's a writer. And on her sign, it said, uh, AI can't write Tark's raps, which if you watch the show, you'll get the reference. It's so funny. You would like it. It's, do you watch Abbott Elementary? No, but I just thought of an amazing, like, t-shirt idea. Like, AI can't. Yeah, a- yeah, AI can't. I don't know. I'm I'm onto something. Like my brain's working. Okay. But okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Wait. No, that's a good idea. When you think right. of it, write it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AI going. can't. Some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AI can't repent for my sins. I'm just joking. That's too aggressive. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But like. <laughs> that's so. I just imagining someone walking around with like a t-shirt that says i can't repent for my sins that's so aggressive (laughs) something my dad would buy um but yeah so anyway that's what's going on with the writer's strike do you remember the writer's strike in 2007 well how old were you you were probably like five in 2007 yeah so you don't you don't remember those dark times Okay, um, you were in the writer's strike. I was living large because I had a pony party that year, so. Oh, fun. In 2007, I was in the seventh grade, so I was 12, and I, I remember the strike, and a lot of the, like, really cool TV shows that everybody was watching, like, either stopped or like the that season sucked. It it was it was wow. a dark time. And as I got older, I watched the show Girlfriends, another really good show. And it has the absolute worst season finale. I was like, this I've never seen anything like this. I mean, who do I call? Like this must be fixed. <laughs> Better be a zero. Um, yeah, like I, this needs to be fixed ASAP. Looked it up and it stopped because of the writers strike. And they wow. just didn't have the time, the money to keep going, so they just stopped it. So, I mean, you guys, this could affect some of our favorite TV shows. Already, SNL, I mean, I don't know who's still watching SNL, but already, well, I actually, I actually know a couple people who are. But anyway, <laughs> SNL, um, they canceled, they're going to have Pete Davidson on this weekend, they canceled that. Oh my Drew God. Barrymore. Yeah, they're going to have him on to host. Drew Barrymore was going to be the host of the MTV Movie Awards, but she says she's not doing it anymore because she's standing with the writers. So, and last thing I want to say about the writers really quick is writing is, 
and entertainment, things like that is is an important profession. Yeah. And you ha- creativity is really important. Totally. I think that sometimes we forget, especially like conservatives, because we're like, yeah, the real jobs are when you do all these hard labor things, which sure, those are good jobs and important jobs too. But you got, I think people sometimes forget like escapism is also really important and entertainment is important. And being creative is also important. And I think that. Exactly, exactly. And um, so I think these people have very legitimate concerns. I don't know how to fix it. Like, I, yeah, that's right. Go, go. What's your solution? I don't know. Um, But I hope someone else comes up with one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Because, you know, there's some people who probably have like a 10 page. Uh, thesis and they have no idea what they're talking about and I don't I can admit I have no idea what the solution is but I I get why they're upset I completely get why they're upset it's upsetting they're working really you know it's and the thing is like this a lot of people it's their job we all God has given gifted us so many different things um so many different talents so many different abilities and we should be able to um express them and do them to his glory Mm-hmm. In whatever capacity. I could mm-hmm. never work at a hospital. I think blood is disgusting. <laughs> I don't like to be around sick. Um, I have gone to the hospital to visit people and pray for them. And then I leave promptly. I don't like it. I don't want to be there longer than I have to. <laughs> that is not my... That is not the gift God has given me. Speaking, I can do that all day. <laughs> I mean, heck, that's what I'm doing now giving unsolicited opinions that's what the show is all about so you know we all have been given different gifts and i think it's really important for us to not look down or like not um judge people who just have different gifts and different callings because i mean escapism think about um those times those fun times you've had with your family when you guys are sitting down watching a movie how you bond um my i cannot care less about sports like sports who but um I really do like watching for example Doctor Who with my dad and my dad is like a super nerdy guy but he also likes sports he's multifaceted but like he really (laughs) he he grew up watching Doctor Who and my brother and I started watching Doctor Who was like oh that's cool so I really genuinely enjoy sitting down and drinking coffee or like drinking tea and watching Doctor Who with my dad um so just think about those moments like these are good nice happy memories that I have and I'm sure you guys have memories with your family sitting around watching something or listening to something so I I just also just want to add like we shouldn't look down on people because their job might not be you know going into battle and you know Mm -hmm. they might not lose an an arm whatever they're doing so I just Mm -hmm. wanted to add that Well, I couldn't agree with you more. I love that you're just being so fair about this. I mean, I think that conservatives are a lot of times not fair (laughs) and like don't don't really see these individuals as people. I mean, somebody that was an art major for so long, it's tough. It's tough to be taken seriously and it's refreshing to hear not just like hippy dippy people take you seriously <laughs> yeah well i think that's i mean that's another reason sorry i'm gonna get on my soapbox for two more seconds and i'll hop off that's just another reason why i think that we are kind of losing some of these like cultural battles is because we don't take the art seriously we say oh it's silly it's dumb oh these kids like x y and z i'm not gonna get into it i'm not gonna say it because i don't feel like arguing with um some people but certain types of art animation i'll just leave it at that we say that certain people don't like oh this certain type of art animation isn't um good or whatever so then you know we're not even dabbling sure that could be what i'm referring to um or or yeah or just different things so like we're just fighting against these and here's the other thing too we're not giving alternatives i remember i was talking to a friend and we were talking about music and stuff and i was like yeah i just don't think that that music is good promoting positive things and he was like okay well then show me something that does and i was like well we're this was before like you know maga rap even though i wouldn't necessarily that you know that's a bad example um NF, I think, is a better example. Um, and I was like, well, a good example would be NF. 
And um, so we just have to make sure if we're going to say, oh, this is terrible, then do we have like something, a better alternative for mm-hmm. people? If we're going to act like this is bad, this is worse. Um, Call her daddy, not a good podcast. Do we have a, those are the girls? I mean, that's, we need to be in these lanes. We don't like how some people talk about some of the true crime. Do we have a true crime mm-hmm. podcast we can refer people to? If not, we will soon. Um, so like it, it's these type of things. Like we need to make sure that we're we're in the conversation, and it's okay yeah. if you like these type of things. It's okay if you enjoy entertainment. It's okay if you are an art major. It's okay if you want to, you know, make your own movies. There's nothing wrong with that if you're a conservative. As a matter of fact, we need you. Yes. Um, and you know, if you have an idea or something, send it my way. I don't have any money to back you or anything like that, but I'd love to support you, oh, um, yeah. with kind <laughs> words. But yeah, okay, so off my soapbox. Anything else you want to add about the about the writers? No, I just think this has started a really good conversation about the arts and the need for them. And I'm glad that you clarified what the issue was, because I clearly wasn't getting it. Yeah, you were like, these people, they're living from their ivory towers. I love the empathetic approach you took. I couldn't agree with it more. And I love you. But we're closing in. So what's our last story? Okay. Our last story. So the North Carolina, um, for those who do not know, North Carolina state legislators, um, the state, so North Carolina House, North Carolina Senate, they have passed the Care for Women, Children, and Families Act, which means that abortion is now going to be illegal in North Carolina up to... After 12 weeks, I'm going to say up to 12 weeks. Uh, After 12, if it was up to 12 weeks, that'd be crazy. Um, After 12 weeks. So let me read to you guys um, what is in the bill. So um, one of the things, there's no mail order abortion pills. Um, It protects abortion survivors. It combats discrimination. So it protects preborn children from discrimination based on sex, race, or Down syndrome. Mm. It protects women's health, safety, and, inf- and informed consent. It requires the same health and safety standards for abortion facilities as for ambulatory surgical centers. It ensures women are not rushed or coerced into unwanted abortions. And it safeguards the life of the mother in the event of a medical emergency. Um, specifically makes clear that treatment for ectopic pregnancies or miscarriage does not in- constitute abortion. Let me say that again. It specifically makes clear that the treatment for ectopic pregnancy or miscarriage does not constitute abortion. So yes. when people say, right, so when people say, oh, blah, 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 no, it's not in the bill. Not abortion. So it, World difference. World difference, folks. And it limits elective and late-term abortions. Okay, so this part I will say we don't agree with, but, you know, this is what we have right now, and we're going to keep going until we get the full thing. But this is the part that isn't necessarily good. It gives exemptions for rape and incest up to five months and life-limiting fetal anomalies up to six months and with the requirement that palliative care consolation be offered. The Now, this part, what I'm about to read, is really amazing. The bill provides $160 million in support for children, families, and maternal health. And this includes $75 million to expand access to child care, nearly $59 million um, for foster care, kinship care in children's homes, wow. $20 million for maternity and paternity leave for teachers and state employees, oh my over $16 million to reduce infant and maternal mortality, and $3 million to help mothers and fathers complete community college. You guys, no. this is big. Oh my god! This is the, yeah, I know. This is fabulous. And it passed. So, just so everyone knows, what's going to happen, it passed, it's going to, um, sorry, ah. Who knew that North Carolina would be doing better than South Carolina? I know, I know, in our group chat, I don't know if you saw, um, I I was like, yeah, I was like, this is where North Carolina's more superior, um, just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, of TOG. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, North Carolina, South Carolina kind of have like a, a silly little beef. Um, North Carolina always comes out on top. But anyway, um, for those that don't know, so what's going to happen is it's been passed. It's going to go up to the 
governor. Our governor is absolutely crazy. He's going to um, veto it. Then it's going to go back down to the to Congress. And then Congress, we have, uh, and we should have done a story on this, but like at the time I didn't have all the information and I didn't really want to talk too much about it until um, I knew more. But um, we now we now have enough to override his veto. You guys, we need one person to override his veto. And someone switched from Democrat to Republican. And she's a representative of Mecklenburg County, which is a county near us. Near <laughs> us. <laughs> near us. us. Yeah. I, as I was saying, I was like, I don't know if she wants people to know, no. but. That's us. Okay, cool. That's us, so that's us, Mecklenburg County. Now, if you want to stalk us, you have even more information. Um, But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so, I'm which is honored. super cool. What'd you say? I said, I, I'm said, honored. <laughs> Wait, this, you think I'm that important? <laughs> you listen? <laughs> Wait, you is listen to the podcast that much? Patio. <laughs> right. You listen to, so you do listen to the podcast? <laughs> Have yeah. you became a Patreon yet? <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, so, um... <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, so we just needed one more person um, to switch fantastic. over. Yeah, so we overrode it. We're, oh, we're about to override it. So it's really great. Um, once again, I do want to make it clear that we would like complete abolition of abortion. That is the absolute goal. Yeah. But I, you know, I've had tons of people talk to me about this, and you're welcome to have a conversation with me about this. I haven't really heard any compelling arguments, but I'm sorry 3,000 saving 3,000 lives versus saving zero lives I'm going to save the 3,000 lives I'm going to support that um now you know the next bill I think should be since we didn't go down to six weeks I think the next bill should be a complete abolition let me know I'll help I'd love to be part of that um unfortunately the people we have in so this this is the other reason everybody needs to go out and vote part of the reason why we can't get these bills through is because the people that have been elected are squishy Republicans that aren't really pro-life. I'm a, wow, I keep going on the soapbox. I'm, I'm gonna hop back on one more time. One more time to close the night out. Um, there was a particular politician that was running for office in, in my town and he didn't have anything about being pro-life on his website. Thought it was weird, but I was like, okay, you're a Republican. You're at all these meetings. Let me just talk to you about it. Talk to him about it. He went, you know, fumbled a little bit. Well, um, you know, I, I, do, I think that, well, uh, you know, I, 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 I can't support abortion uh, completely being wrong because, you know, we got to think about the life of the mother and, and safety. And, and then he like scuttled away. Thank you for your question. And like walked away. And I was like, okay, well, that told me all I need to know there. So for example, like we need to be like calling them out. I, and you know, I guess it could be intimidating. I, I guess I'm not gonna act like it was like I just went up. Oh yeah, sir, I have something to say to you. I didn't do all that. Like it was, it can be a little intimidating. But like, if I'm gonna vote for someone, well, yeah, I that's what a politician is supposed to do just answer your question exactly. When um the people who are running for senate came to um YR months, I guess a two two years ago, whatever. Every time someone came and did it, raised my hand. What is your, how would you feel about blah, 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 something, 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 abortion? Um, I switched it up because I didn't, you know, I wanted to change it for each person. Because, you know, some people had previously done legislation involved with it. Some people hadn't. Um, my point is, though, like, this is why voting is important. This is why you need to get up. You need to say things. You need to call. You need to go on the website. It's because when we have these squishy politicians, um, you'd be shocked at how uneducated people are about this topic. Um, cause those of us people listening, we might be, well, I hope some of you listening aren't educated and you're going to become more educated after listening to us, after doing more research. But those of us who are already educated, I think sometimes we just forget so many people just do not know. Totally. So many people legitimately do not know what goes on in an abortion. Some people genuinely do not know, um, the science, the philosophy, the logic behind all of our arguments. So if we are electing these people, they're going to, you know, hear different things. And we're also not telling stories the right way, I don't think. And I want us to be better. I want us to get some more people on to tell our stories. Our, to this day, the number one listen to episode of Those Are The Girls is our plan behind the scenes of Planned Parenthood where someone shares a story about, you know, learning about abortion and like all that stuff that went into that. So 
you know, all that to say, you guys, <laughs> this is um, great things that are happening. We are in the right direction. We're going in the right direction, but it's not over. We're not done. We still have more to do. It's not like, all right, we got the 12 weeks. Yeah, that's right. Because, um, and I posted it. It is on our Instagram page uh, and on the Facebook page. If you see what a 12 week baby is like, oh goodness, like that's, and people are saying that's extreme. All that stuff on Twitter. I was looking at Twitter earlier today and I'm like, they're saying 12 weeks is extreme. What? And 12 weeks is extreme. My goodness. Like, what do you, like, yeah, what do what you call Montana's 20 week ban? Yeah. What do you call 20 weeks if you think 12 weeks is extreme? So, um, yeah, so the work is not done. Last thing um, on that as well. This is just another reminder to reach out to our local pregnancy centers and ask them what do they need help with? Because, you know, between the 12 and the 20 weeks, there's going to be so many women who are confused. Here's the other thing too. Sorry, I'm like on a bunch of tangents. Here's another thing too, you guys. Um, People are not going to know or understand what is going on. On Twitter, people, I mean, have no idea that abortion is completely gone in North Carolina. Obviously, I'm not going to correct them because if they go tell their friend, their friend will go to a pregnancy center and, you know, we'll save a life. But people really don't know what's going on. And there's going to be tons of people who do not know um, what's going on. So our pregnancy centers are about to, you know, get an influx of people. And that's yeah. where we come in as a community, as Christians. Uh, we come in, we help our community. If you need help trying to find one, CareNet, um, you can type in your, um, go to CareNet. I believe they're a .org. If not, they're a .com, CareNet. You type in your zip code and they have them. If you live in Charlotte, reach out to me. I can give you a list of some that um, always need help and volunteers. Also be praying for those pregnancy centers because they're going to be getting money and it's going to be noticed that they're going to get money. So then people are going to get angry about that. So pray for them and their safety, um, especially like the one in Asheville. I know they get attacked a lot already. Um, so just things like that, you guys, like this is exciting. We're happy. We're ecstatic. Um, and these are all great things. Don't be unhappy. Don't be unecstatic. Just we're not done. You know, this yeah. is. Yay, victory. Keep going. We still have so much more to do because we still have those babies between conception and 12 weeks that need us to continue to fight for them and be their voice. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And we've got one last really funny thing for you guys. Can I do it? You got it. Okay. So speaking of the Met Gala, not really speaking of it, but... If you are on our Instagram account, you will notice that we to- we told you all our top five outfits. Or was it top three? Top three. Okay. Top, top three. three outfits. You should go look at that because, oh my gosh, me and Mallory are so different. Okay. I know. Completely different taste. Obviously, the Met Gala happened recently. And we have a few of the craziest celebrity moments in Met Gala history. Uh, you guys in our comments should talk about which one made you flip out more okay timothy chamolet heads to the chamolet chamolet oh gosh that's embarrassing you, okay do you know you know you know him right no oh for me that's okay that's okay he's a heartthrob of your generation continue oh okay heads to the red <laughs> carpet on foot which doesn't he have a car Wait, let okay. me, sorry, let me pull it up. I'm sorry. Are they saying that this man walked to the Met Gala yeah. from his apartment? Yeah. That is hilarious. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's just like us. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Jared. That's so funny. Jared Leto. <laughs> is it Leto or Leto? Yes, Jared Leto. Okay, Jared Leto is- accessorizes his outfit with his own head in 2019 if you look at the photo he has literally like a head like you know the michael scott scene where he's got the head like it's like (laughs) a legitimate head that he's just casually holding of himself and i believe this was the heavenly bodies um theme really quick about jared leto um the man's weird which is okay you know everybody that's fine that's fine He's weird. He is also the lead singer, for those that don't know, of 30 Seconds to Mars. Um, one of my favorite bands. Um, do you know 30 Seconds to Mars? 
No. I don't think it's the type of music you would like. They're alternative. Um, I don't know if you guys remember The Kill. Anyway, um, he's the lead singer from that. And when I met Jared Leto, he had pink hair. Like, pink spiky Wait, hair. I'll have to show you a picture. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I never met... Okay, when I was introduced to him okay. through music. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was very misleading. Um, So, Homeboy's weird. But this is right on par for him, honestly. Like, I'm not... Not surprised. Like, oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense. Okay, Katy Perry's outfit needs an open-top vehicle in 2018. Love She's that. Got huge wings that she literally could not fit in, like, a normal car. So she needs an open roof in order to be Love transported. Um, Heavenly okay. Bodies was the best theme. Everybody looks so great that year. Jared Smith carries his own dreadlocks down the red Jaden. Oh, sorry. Will Smith's son. Really, really butchering this. Jaden Smith. I'm more interested in what they did than who it was, if you can't tell. Yeah, okay, fair. And I'm like, but this is the celebrity. (laughs) Down the red carpet in 2017. That is weird. What else did you notice? Was there anything... Trying to think of the, any other ones in this article. Um, I don't know why um, Beyonce coming solo was a big deal. I guess because, like, you know, she um, is married to Jay Z and he obviously was invited, but I don't know why that's on this list. It's like, okay, she came solo. Rihanna did uh, on the table in 2015. Oh, good for her. That's pretty neat. <laughs> Good for her. Oh. Oh my goodness. This picture... and... What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Liv Tyler and Stella McCartney keep it casual in 1999. They are wearing tank tops to the Met Gala. Wowza. Yikes. Princess Diana yeah. attends in 1996. I did wow. not know that she attended that. Wow. Jackie O was there. Wow. 1979. She sure was. She looks... You know, I love a themed party. I mean, if you know me for five seconds, you know that's something that I love. You do. I like that, too, because it keeps everyone in the same headspace. Yes. I would love to have something like a Met Gala. We wouldn't be too exclusive because, you know, I think everybody should have a night where you dress up extravagantly and you get yeah. someone to, like, come to you. I think every girl, and I guess guys, every girl specifically, though, would love that. I would love to have a big thing. I actually, since we're talking about it, I, when I went on vacation with my family, I found this beautiful, like, it was a really nice hotel. I don't want to say the name of it. Um... And they have, like, jewelry everywhere. It was, like, really fancy. We didn't stay there. We toured it. Um, and <laughs> for clarification, and it, I mean, I looked and the rooms are, like, 800 a night. So, yeah. didn't stay there, but we toured it. And they have a huge, like, ballroom. And I was like, it'd be really fun to have an event here. And, like, how fun would it be where we have a theme and you have to dress on theme. And you have to dress to the nines. Like, here's another thing, too. Sometimes you tell people this is a theme. People just come out and this. No. You're coming to this thing. You're dressing to the nines. And, you know, we're not. at the door. Yes. You're turned away at the door. Or we have a special place go over there. And then we have, like, you know, like, Target brand out. Something to make it better. To make it better so you can still enjoy. Or you think that's worse? That's worse. Home. Okay, okay. You either come on theme or you can leave. Yeah, that's what Freeman says. That's what Freeman said, not me. That's what Freeman. I, I'm trying to give you guys an out from Target. Freeman said you either come on theme or you leave. Um, but I think that'd just be so fun. The idea, like, just dressing up, picking the theme, and like being over the top. Love it. Absolutely love it. Well, you guys, that's today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share with all of your friends. Make sure you like, comment, let us know. Our question was, what is the next thing that AI is going to do? Um, also, let us know, what do you think about, um, what was our first story? That was so long ago. Our first story like was about, ago. oh, the Pornhub Utah thing. 
Okay, don't let let us know your opinion on that. Sure, let us know your opinion on that too. Um, let us know like if you think that Pornhub is being ridiculous, they should um just comply, or if you think that this is a good idea, and you're like, oh well, no porn in Utah, good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also let us know if you think the demands are kind of ridiculous, or if you have any solutions for the oh, writer yeah, strike. If you fun. have any solutions, <laughs> let us know, and then. Yeah, I have no solution. Um, let us know and I'll email um the head striker and get them over to the proper channels. I like that. Well, yeah. I'm sure they'll read our I'll, Yeah, I'll get them over to the proper channels. But if you have an idea of what a solution could be, let us know. Um, like I said, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, share. Thank you guys for listening, however, whenever you're listening. Bye. Adios.